the season, I have to ask. Yeah? Did you ever have, like, a themed birthday party? Uh, yeah. I've had a couple, actually. Like, when you were a kid or something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite themed birthday party? So, I remember one from when I was in kindergarten. It also helps that, mm-hmm. you know, my parents took pictures on like we would have the disposable cameras Mm -hmm. so we have so many they still have some that need developed but like there are pictures from that time and it was like when we lived at the house I grew up in so we had like the uh the neighbor girl come over and it was like my longtime friend Melanie and a couple people from my class yeah um but it was it wasn't like more so a theme it was just like we played like pin the tail on the donkey like had cake and ice cream played with bubbles or something so it was like your typical like five-year-old kids party classic um but yeah when i was younger i don't remember a whole lot of themed birthday parties but Mm -hmm. it was like i remember more so like the cakes were themed yeah even if the party wasn't so like one year i had like a lion king cake another year i had um a little mermaid cake uh those were like the couple that stick out to me. And then like, I remember in middle school, I, you know, collected like monkeys. Like that was like my thing. Yeah. So I have like a stuffed monkey. So like one year, like, haha, they thought it was funny. It was like a curious George cake. Cause he's a monkey. So, uh, okay. so, so it was more like we went with the cakes instead of more like the themey parties, if that makes sense. Yeah. That makes yeah. Sense. What about you? Did you have any like ones that stood out to you when you from when you were a kid? Um, not that fully I can remember at the moment. Uh, but I do remember like I think it was in like fifth grade. Um, I had like a sleepover, uh, like birthday party at my house, mm-hmm. and this was I think the first year that I had a TV in my bedroom. Ooh. Um, but my parents didn't allow us to have cable on our TVs in our bedrooms. So we had like the classic antennas. Oh, so you had like the basic like four or five channels. Yes. Cable. I, okay. Yeah, it was like five channels. And I remember I probably had like six friends spend the night mm-hmm. in my room. And we put we put on like the PBS channel. Oh, yeah. And it was, like, midnight. What were they even showing at midnight? And my mom, well, my mom was like, you girls need to go to bed. We're like, ah, okay, okay, mom. Okay, Pam. She's like, sorry, to- mom. We're busy we're watching to- uh, Planet Earth, the no. history of Pluto. <laughs> no. Uh, So we put it down to, like, level, like, volume two. Okay. And then eventually we just muted it. Okay. It was Clifford's Puppy Days. At like midnight? At like midnight. What? And so we're sitting there. That is so random. We're sitting there and like each of us took on like we were going to voice a character. Oh my God. So like someone was Emily Elizabeth. Someone was Clifford. Someone was um, the little like little fat pug dog. I was going to ask. I was like, is that the one with like the little pug and the poodle? Yes. That were like his best friends or something. Yes. And we saw, I think the episode had something to do with like a birthday party. So fitting. Uh Uh-huh. But I just remember us being in 
my childhood bedroom watching Clifford's Puppy Days and one of them trying to do a like a valley girl accent oh every time God, they voiced so the dog like the Pluto not the Pluto the poodle dog <laughs> mm-hmm. and being like hey guys we're gonna do a totally tubular party for Clifford's birthday <laughs> we're gonna do this totally tubular party and <laughs> how old were you guys at this time like nine okay so you guys Ten. were like young kids got yes it, got it. we were like 15 going oh my god totally tubular party i mean wouldn't have judged you if you were but this was either my ninth or my 10th birthday and we're just sitting there at midnight most of them in their sleeping bags and stuff and mm-hmm. air mattresses me in my bed and we're like totally zubular party we need to get the party hats for the totally zubular party that we're throwing for Clifford's totally tubular birthday. Oh, my God. And then I just remember going to school, and it was, like, the first time I felt like in this new school I had, like, an inside joke with my Aww, friends. I love that. Because we'd walk, like, we'd walk the halls and stuff, and... Um, we would see each other and then we'd go, oh my God, it's time to have a totally tubular party. And nobody knew what we were talking about, obviously. Uh, but any, like anytime, like we would see something like it would be like, like my fifth grade, I think one of my fourth grade or fifth grade teachers always carried butterscotch at his desk. Mm-hmm. And so I'd, I'd be like, oh my God, like I was obsessed with butterscotch because that's like the candy he allowed us to have. Mm-hmm. And then my one friend would come over and she'd go, oh, my God, it's totally tubular butterscotch. <laughs> it's You're so, like, this is ridiculous, but it's great. It was so fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sure, like, in the recesses of my brain, if I, like, pulled it out, I yeah. could remember more stuff. But also, like, this time of year, too, it's like my cousin and I, he's a year older than me. Uh-huh. And so uh, my birthday is June 22nd and his is the 25th. Mm-hmm. so we're a year apart and like three days so it always like when we were growing up it was always like family parties and back to back and that kind of stuff so it was just a lot to keep up with yeah so i don't he obviously had more themes than me but also he's a boy he was very much into like transformers and uh superheroes mm-hmm. and uh whatchamacallit power rangers so it was always that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. po- I remember he had a Pokemon one at one point because there are pictures of that somewhere oh, around that time. A Pokemon theme party. Yeah. But I don't know. I remember when I was 16, uh, with my birthday at the beach. Oh, that's cool. I, I very specifically remember that party because um, I think it was around that time when we started getting tornado warnings um more frequently and so there was like a really bad storm at the beach Ooh. and my parents freaked out because some of my friends went missing <gasps> under their watch oh fuck. i mean we found them afterwards obviously but like in the midst of this whole crazy storm we're like packing up and trying to huddle down and it's like my friends and my family and then they were looking for at this point i don't remember who the heck they were looking for but it was a couple of our friends like my brother and I and we're just like mm-hmm. we don't know where they are and my parents oh, were like no. oh my god we lost someone's children <laughs> but they showed up and everything was fine after the fact but I was like I very distinctly remember that <laughs> because of the weather warning <laughs> oh my god and knowing and knowing your mom too like 
Your mom especially. I feel like, okay, rephrase that. Knowing your parents as well as I do, mm-hmm. I feel like your mom in that situation was just like kind of panicking like oh my god we need to find the kids oh my god where could they have been but your dad would have been like what the hell darling <laughs> why the hell did they leave supposed to be watching the kids why the hell did they leave yeah run from a tornado <laughs> so loki you know they usually listen every week they think it's so funny when we have anecdotes and mention them on the podcast. So, <laughs> hey, mom. Hey, dad. We're mentioning you again. Do you feel great? <laughs> Here's another shout out. <laughs> now I feel like I need to I need to um, sharpen up my mic impression. I haven't had to do that in a while. You you know what? You you do a pretty good one. Well, what the heck? Well, why did they run away from the tornado? It's, <laughs> tornado's going to scoop them up and I won't even know where they went because they got scooped up by the tornado. <laughs> if Darlene, you have any put, criticisms... Darlene, put that over CD on for me. <laughs> you know what? He, he's upgraded. He streams the music now from his phone. Wow. I'm so proud of him. I know he's got his little Bluetooth um, speakers and he uses the iHeartRadio and all of that stuff. So I was like, yeah, Mm-mm. I'm very proud of him with his upgrades in technology. We've we've graduated. I love that. I love that for him. I love that. Oh, my God. Well, and last year you had your like luau theme for your 30th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was that was a good time. It was a good time, a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, books. if you had to like name your favorite like birthday theme that you've ever done, mm-hmm. what would it be? What would it be? Honestly, um, I th- <laughs> see. This is where I. <laughs> This is where I feel like I remember more of my brother's stuff than my own stuff. Because I didn't always have birthday parties. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes we would just go and do stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, for, you know, some of the ones that we did do, they were good. Like, I always appreciated, um, you know, just getting together and seeing everybody and hanging out with the family. So, I think it's more, mm-hmm. not even the theme. I think it's just more of, like, the memories and funny things I remember associated with that. Okay. Um, Because... One year, um, yeah, it was one year my aunt made me a birthday cake. Like, my aunt, she really likes to bake and stuff like that. So, one year, she made me a birthday cake. It looked like spaghetti and meatballs. Hmm. And, like, the meatballs were, like, those Ferrero Rocher candies. Um, Okay. Like, with the the crispy bits. Yeah. So, I'm just, like... Like I said, it's not even the themes I remember. It's more like the little things that go with it that stick in my brain. Mm-hmm. So, like, I remember the silly cakes or, like, oh, hey, this type of thing happened. Even if I'm, like, I can't extract the th- necessarily the theme from my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, most re- as of recent, at least, definitely, like, last year was a great time. Uh, the Luar theme was fun. And the fact that, like, mostly everybody participated, too. Like, they showed up in, like luau shirts or we had like you know little umbrellas or like lays they could wear or whatever yeah. so that was super fun that was a really good time it was cool i was always such a good time um yeah because you had us all like you're like hey guys make sure you wear a hawaiian shirt for this party 
I remember when I didn't know if anybody was gonna. So I was like, hey, if you want to, that's cool. If you don't, that's fine. But like, that's such an easy thing to go on theme of like Mm -hmm. versus like the fact that I've wanted to do a fucking flavor of love theme party for years and be Mm -hmm. like, hey, guys, I need you all to dress like you're in an early 2000s Jersey Shore. And I'm going to give you weird nicknames like mangoes because (laughs) you have boobs or peaches because your ass is fat that's like <laughs> you're like this is something very literally, specific to me literally you're like just put on a hawaiian shirt and you're gonna be on theme exactly. and for the most part you can find them pretty cheap on like online or in a thrift store so right. it's like that's like the easiest thing see you think for the people i think for myself i you know what i didn't think of a theme for this year just because with fan expo and everything and coming back and getting into work i was like just show up we'll hang out and have fun yeah i like i bought stuff for s'mores if the weather's nice because i was like Mm -hmm. ooh, we got a fire pit i want to make some s'mores oh yeah so i'm just like yeah (laughs) i don't know what that was well i mean speaking of s'mores in the fire pit yeah Hey guys, welcome to the 23rd inaugural episode of the Between the Fridges podcast. My name is Carly. My name is Amanda. And our third host today is Birth. Um, <laughs> just Birth? Birth. <laughs> because um, today, as of recording, it is June 22nd. And you, if you have been paying attention, uh, you will know why June 22nd is important. Why is it important, Amanda? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's my birthday. It's Amanda's <laughs> birthday today. It's Amanda's birthday today. I hope I find like mariachi music to put in the background. <laughs> just play there. over it. <laughs> yeah, so like you're old as hell now. God, <laughs> at my at my old age of thirty one years old. Thirty one. Thirty one. That means. Uh, do you know what time you were born? Um, I think like it was like ten, eleven, something. I think it was in the morning. Okay. okay. I have to double check my facts. Um, Bob, if I'm wrong, can you let me know? Thanks. Yeah. So you better figure that out so you can get your birth chart. Cause I don't. Yeah, I don't completely remember find out your big you know your big three your uh your astrology big three i don't actually i just know my basic hey this is what i am which is which is i am a cancer you have cancer i have i have the cancer yes (gasps) don't dive intensive care on me girl (laughs) you know what you are the intensive care assassin so (laughs) no it's an alternative (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh but no that's literally i just know what my like astrological sign is and that's about it we're gonna have to figure that out we will we have to figure that out get the get your time of uh get your time of birth Uh uh-huh and then you know what um next week next week we can go over our um astrological birth charts um man this is a whole thing i am not even in the know yeah yeah we can go over like a little astrological birth chart um and you know what if there's any more updates um we can even talk about the submarine (laughs) 
rest in peace to the imploded submarine. Um, yeah, that whole thing is kind of crazy. Yeah, but it's your birthday, so <laughs> I can't believe a submarine imploded on itself knowing that it's your birthday today. I mean, I'm They're pretty sure. They're stealing the spotlight. <laughs> They're stealing the spotlight. They said, we're going to get fucking lost down near the fucking Titanic. I want to find Jack's body, bitch. Where's Jack? And I'm like, that's so fucking <laughs> selfish on Amanda's birthday. Damn. You know what? What? I'm glad it imploded. <laughs> that's what they get for trying to steal your spotlight on your birthday. You're you're just like, yeah, yeah. y'all deserved it. Yeah. It's fine. Fucking whores. It's fine. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking bitches. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Shenanigans. Well, uh, speaking of uh, shenanigans, I feel like that's like one of your top like top five words. Uh, my shenanigans you know is my my sleigh is your shenanigans. Absolutely, and it's been shenanigans for a, a fairly long time. It has been a very long time. It has, but you know what? It's a classic. It's always in my arsenal. I pull it out when it's appropriate. You're like, <laughs> you're like. I've been fired from my job. My friends have left me. My family's dead. But when in doubt, I still got shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, when the ch- when the chips are down, still got shenanigans. shenanigans. <laughs> oh my god! You're in the final boss fight. <laughs> in the final boss fight, and uh, the fucking octopus with seventeen arms is taking all of your guns. And you're like, I got one. I got left. one more thing for you, Kraken. And the Kraken's like, what? The power of friendship? And you're like, no, the power of shenanigans, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh no, that's my greatest weakness. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> like anime death here. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, what I was going to say was, since for my birthday, mm-hmm. we had a little, um, we had a little, like, get to know you segment. We did. Uh, we thought it would be a great idea. We thought it would be a great idea, um, to do one for you as well. Um, yeah, if you guys haven't heard my little get to know you episode uh mine was episode 16 carly is 30 yes um so would not be surprised if i title this uh this one amanda is 31 um <laughs> so uh so original um and also it's just the facts man i i am 31 and also uh <laughs> the fact that my birthday episode is our least streamed episode rude that's criminal rude (laughs) i am offended for carly that's honestly kind of criminal so uh, so rude give her some love bitches no i'm not saying that just to be like go stream my episode but i'm like your your birthday episode better get more streams than mine. i'll say it for you it's fine i better have (laughs) i want to have the least streamed episode they're like Carly talks about herself for an hour. Blah oh, fuck. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have the hiccups. I like downed a fucking handful of croutons before I came up here, and now it's getting to me. So it's it's that dry bread, man. 
Is that dry bread? Is that dry bread? Um, but yeah, so I thought I would go through a uh, probably pretty similar list that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully I'm not asking you the same questions. I didn't listen back to the episode that we did to be like, what questions did she ask me? I'll be um, honest. I don't even really remember what questions I asked you. I mean, to, to be fair, that was like two months ago to the day. And for the most part, I don't really remember what we talk about on the podcast after like two weeks. That's super valid. So if somebody's like, hey, Carly, you, uh, you definitely said in episode three, uh, that you would run over a bunch of billionaires with a semi truck. If you were given $20 and a Chili's gift card, I'd be like, really? You're like, wow, that's news to me. I did? (laughs) Somebody out there go fact check that. And if you do end up fact checking it and it was either correct or incorrect, let me know and I can give you a $20 uh, Chili's gift card. Incentive for fact checking. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was episode three, Who Farted? Um... (laughs) (laughs) if you need to need the verification um anyways so i'm gonna ask you a couple questions obviously anything that you're not comfortable answering Mm -hmm. just pass and then i'll edit it out or whatever but you guys won't even know which ones i edit out which is the beauty of it the beauty of Um, editing so as a as a light as a light question to start off yeah what's your favorite sandwich and where did you eat it that is that's an oddly specific question. No, I, that's a light question. A light question? I'm not out here being like, tell me about your existential values as a human being. I'm like, what's your favorite sandwich? Favorite sandwich? Okay, so like, does it have to specifically be a sandwich or can it be like a sub? I mean, it is your birthday, so I guess I can... So you're like, I will, I will let you... I guess I can levy the rules and say, you can say a sub. I can say a sub. Okay. I mean, because technically, like, when you go to Subway, they say Subway sandwich. Okay, that's valid. Or they say submarine sandwich. Submarine sandwich. In our parts. They call them, like, you know sub what? sandwiches. So, yeah, a, su- a, sub could, a, a sub could count. Um, If you say meatball, I swear to God. No, 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 no. Okay. okay so, like, I wouldn't necessarily say from a place, but, like, just because I have a memory attached to it. Okay. So when we were younger, uh, we would pack picnics and we would go to the amusement park during the summer. Yes. So we would, we would you know, bring like, I don't know, Kool-Aid jammers and high seas and like make sandwiches and shit and all that. Mm-hmm. So um, we would make like turkey and like uh, cheese or ham and cheese. And my mom and my aunt, I think it was my aunt we would have like snacks with us too right Mm -hmm. so she showed us how to put the chips in our sandwich and so we ate the chips in our sandwich so i mean you can go anywhere to get a decent sandwich but Mm -hmm. i think just because it's like i have memories attached to that i'm like give me a classic like turkey and cheese with some i don't know ruffles chips or doritos and some shit and put that on the sandwich and oh Oh my god taste the nostalgia man right i feel like anytime i eat a sandwich and put a chip in it like my hands automatically get pruney because i would normally eat a chippy sandwich uh after getting out of like a friend's pool Mm -hmm. or like 
at the beach or the state parks mm-hmm. or something like that. And so yeah. my hands would be raisiny and I'd be eating this chippy sandwich with uh, raisin hands. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know what other people call them. I just like to call them chippy sandwiches. But that's what that's what my grandpa called them was chippy sandwich. No, that's <laughs> valid. Like, like, no, it definitely like my brain is attached to that. But like local, if we're talking about like a good sandwich, you got to go to the fancy sandwich shop. The one by the mall. Yes. Uh, yes. Because it's that one, it's that one, um, restaurant. It was that one sandwich place that has, like, the hot sandwiches. Yes. Uh, oh that are God. named after, like, Renaissance paintings. Yes. Uh-huh. Ugh. uh-huh. Yeah, but yeah, if you're going, you gotta, ugh. I think it's like, I get the Michelangelo, I think it's called. It has like, I think it's like a, got like ham and cheese and something spicy in it. And like you put the like some kind of chipotle sauce and like the uh-huh. mac and cheese on it. Ugh. Oh, delicious. So good. But yeah, like favorite been, sandwich, hands down, go there. And they've been, they've been, uh, they sell tater tots now. What? Oh my God. When I went in there, I went in there the one time because I was like, I'm itching. I'm itching for a sandwich. We gotta go. We gotta I was go like, to the sandwich I, yeah, I was like, I'm itching for a sandwich. And they were like, you want tots with that? And I was like, do I want what with what? And they were like, yeah, we we sell tater tots now. And I was like, fuck my asshole. Were they good? Yeah, they're delicious. We we gotta go to the we gotta go to the Renaissance sandwich shop. We gotta go to the sandwich place. We gotta go to the sandwich place. But yeah, Ugh, so good. Um. Here's another one for you because you've seen more movies than I have. I mean, maybe. I mean, I've seen like five. <clears throat> What's your favorite movie of all time? Ugh, my favorite movie of all time? Yes. Dang. Um. For the longest time, it used to be like the original Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Like, I really, really liked that movie. But, like, I feel like your movies, like, your favorite things sometimes change. Of course they change. Um, I think think you're not growing as a person if you're not at least evaluating some of your favorites. And if they're not evolving or whatever. But there are things that are always going to have, like, a little nostalgia factor to you that are just going to be, like... Oh, no, for sure. Your fave forever. For sure. No, but I think, like, definitely probably, like, f- up there in my favorites. One that comes to mind immediately is probably Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Because, yeah, like, when we were younger, we grew up watching them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one Christmas, my aunt got my brother and I uh, lightsabers when the prequels came out. Uh-huh. So, like, I still have mine. And I'm not sure what happened to my brothers, but he had Obi-Wan's and I had Anakin's. So I still have that sitting in my closet somewhere. Still works. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's just, like I said, I am a very intentional person. Like Mm -hmm. I like to do things with just, you know, positive and good intentions behind them. Like make them meaningful. So I think that's why a lot of like the things that come to mind or are important to me like very much tie into positive things and good memories and that sort of thing so yeah yeah definitely star wars for sure do you have any others that are like a top or are you just like that is that is the cap 
No, I mean, well, that's definitely one of them because I mean, even still, we would go to midnight premieres and stuff. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like just essentially, I think of like bonding moments with my brother and I. Yeah. Just because you know he's in California, he's not here, so we right. would do a lot of things together or like keep in contact. Um, like we would go to, like I said, the midnight premieres for Star Wars. We would do the same thing when the Harry Potter movies came out. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, even amongst all of the stuff with that, like I still have very fond memories of going to see those movies. So, um, you know, for that, some of those will always be my favorites. My favorite Harry Potter was always the third one though. Um, yeah, that one was my favorite too. Yeah. That one literally was my favorite. I loved the way, um, I loved like the animation of like the scene where he's on the double decker bus. Mm-hmm. Um, that was always so good. The fucking the whole concept of like the time turner and things. Mm-hmm. I really just wanted uh, Harry and Hermione to, to get together. So you're like just, and smooch. <laughs> yeah. So really, it just was like if you need like if you wanted the best movie to be like. These two about a fuck. Harry and is Her- the third one. It's the third movie Basket with Man. Harry and Hermione using the time turner going around wherever and whoever. Um, oh, yeah. That movie's so good. My favorite part was when she punched Malfoy in the face. Well, that too. That, that was always iconic. Um, that's but yeah. What, that's the moment where she, where Emma Watson punched Tom Felton in the face. That was when I was like, switching sides. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I know, definitely that that is up there with them. Um, the Halloween movies too, like the OG. Oh, like how? Like oh, Halloween. Like the Halloween like, franchise. I almost was like, oh my god, the one with uh, Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> That's Halloween. Time. That's Halloween. Time. Although you know what, we did watch the shit out of Disney Channel movies as mm-hmm. kids. So I mean that. That could very well be in there, too. We loved the Halloween Town movies until they got really bad and just not good to watch. Where they replaced Marnie. Where they, they replaced Luke. Marnie, exactly. And they brought Lucas Grabiel on and was like, and they played that Jesse McCarty song while they were on the broomstick yeah. flying around the college. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. Which honestly, one of Jesse McCartney's best songs. Um, I am a beautiful soul hater. I love that song. Oh shit. However, every time I hear that song, I think of uh Halloween Town 4. <laughs> yeah, that was just we we try to forget about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, enough about movies. No, you're good. Oh, Scream was one of them too. Ooh. Yeah, no, that I I had a brain thought cuz we would we would always watch Scream. Scream is fun. Yeah, we would always watch the OG 3, like the original trilogy around Halloween time. So that was always super good time. Mhm. I love that. Mhm. Um Trying to find a good one because, like, some of this, uh, some of this, like, articles, whoosie, what's it, is just like. A little yicky. Oh, not no. in a bad way. It's just like. I was okay. like, oh, no, not yicky. It's just like, okay, this isn't, uh.
Um, oh, that would have been a fun question to ask if we didn't do the uh, Fan Expo episode. Um, but we did. But we did. So it's fine. Yeah. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, what's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, my God. Damn, I haven't been to karaoke in such a long time. Um, but, like... There's a karaoke bar by our house. That is true. If we were to pack up the car right now and drive to the karaoke bar, mm-hmm. and hypothetically they have every song in the history of the universe, mm-hmm. what would you pick? What would I pick? Honestly, again, just because it's what comes to mind. So when I worked at Chick-fil-A in the very early days, um, mm-hmm. we would have the Christmas parties at at the store like at the location yeah on sundays um and there were a couple of them where we had karaoke and it was so great it was the best time um but probably my go-to just because i think of it now Mm -hmm. uh would probably be mama mia oh yeah yeah like something from abba that's so fun Mm -hmm. because it's always a good time or like even i don't know probably some 80s cheesy something song that everybody knows mm-hmm. you know just because it's like they stick in your brain they're fun to sing or like you know cindy lopper girls want to have fun like something just that is a good time yeah that's timeless that you know is gonna get you know people hyped up in a good way so probably something like that that's mm-hmm. always a fun one mm-hmm. abba i feel like um Abba makes me think of like yacht moms. Yacht moms? Yeah, like like moms on a yacht wearing the floppy hats and drinking their wine coolers. With the sunglasses. But in the best way. <laughs> in the best way. In the best way. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's so valid. So valid. Um I I wanna aspire to be a yacht mom now. Find me a yacht. <laughs> find me a yacht dad. find me a yacht dad hey if there are any yacht dads out there we'll plug the email address send us an email at between the bridges at gmail.com we're single oh my god <laughs> um here's another good one mm-hmm what is something that is always guaranteed going to make you laugh? So something guaranteed to always make me laugh. Um, is it Lin-Manuel Miranda <laughs> popping <laughs> off? At this point, yes. That inside joke will always make me laugh. But I was going to say, you know if I'm having a shitty day just because you've known me for so long. And I know we talked about it on the podcast because I've done the impression. Anything... Um, youtube related or video related to toad uh-huh uh like the stupid covers on youtube give me life like toad singing like oh my god how does that not make you laugh like <laughs> like it's so stupid but it's guaranteed to, to get me every time if you had to pick like the the toad cover the toad cover the toad cover a chandelier hands down yeah that is a good one that is a good one whoever whoever did the uh chandelier 
chandelier toad cover uh, first of all i hope your vocal cords are okay <laughs> yeah because that shit was wild thank um, you for your service second of all um that is in syndication in this household it's iconic um is there a toad cover that uh you have not heard yet but would like to hear oh you know what i don't know if it's been done but like I feel like Ozzy Osbourne, like Crazy Train, would be fun as hell. We'll find it. I feel like that would be good. If there is a Crazy Train, um, Ozzy Osbourne uh, toad cover, I will put a segment. I will put a little snippet of it right here. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed that. And if uh, if I couldn't find a an Ozzy Osbourne uh, Crazy Train co- uh, Toad cover, I hope you guys enjoyed whatever I put there. Because <laughs> uh, we'll some- find out something's gonna go there. Um, <laughs> we'll find out what it is. I got I got some. Okay, I'm gonna ask you. Uh, you want you want to get a little deeper with it? Yeah, we can do that. Get a little deeper with it. That's cool. Um, so let me know if this question doesn't make sense. Okay. Um, how are you feeling about this birthday? Like you've just completed a year. Um, like how I feel about turning thirty-one, or well, like just I mean, the just, last year. I think collectively, or? like how you feel about the year as a whole. I see birthdays as like, um. I don't see it as an end to anything. I see it as a beginning mm-hmm. um, of basically like your birth year. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, how, how do you, how do you feel overall looking back at your 30th year of life? Overall, I feel like my twenties definitely kicked my ass. Well, yeah, as they do. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot, but I feel like coming into 30, um, and now, you know, turning 31, mm-hmm. I feel like I have learned a lot about myself as a person Yeah, and kind of just started to not give a fuck, but like in a good way. Yeah. You know, just like continuing to take the hurdles that life throws at me. Like it's been a good year. Like I've mm-hmm. learned a lot about myself, done a lot of growth, um, you know, just trying to figure out things in my life that I want to do and I want to change and essentially I marked turning 30 as like the year of doing and I feel like I've done different things and I've tried new things Mm -hmm. and I've put myself out there in different Mm -hmm. ways and I look back and I am just proud of the effort I think because I I can tell that you know sometimes things were awkward and uncomfortable but Mm -hmm. that's just what comes with growth doing different things and learning what works and learning what doesn't work and continuing to just try my best even when I feel like that's not enough yeah and that's okay yeah so I look back on it and I'm just like girl you grew up like in a good way and Mm -hmm. acknowledge that and I'm proud of that yeah yeah acknowledge it acknowledge acknowledge me tribal chief (laughs) (laughs) But no, definitely. Sure I'm I I'm proud of the growth for sure. I'm gonna make sure I put it. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. <laughs> um, yes, my tribal chief. 
Anything for you, my travel chief. Anything for you, my travel chief. They'll suck your penis. It's uh, uh, Paul Heyman, we acknowledge your existence. <laughs> oh my God. My God. Um, but you said that you, you kind of made a point where you were like, uh, yeah, I tried making sure this year that like part of my part of my 30s, like I'm going to start not giving a fuck. Uh, can you like elaborate on that? Like what's something that you did this year uh, that you were like, I, uh, I don't fucking care. I'm going to do this anyways. So like I just I do I'm just being honest about it. I deal with anxiety. Like so I de- mood. I deal I, de- I deal with depression and I deal with anxiety. Oh my and god. <laughs> Chronically oh my- ill. Oh my god, we have the same exact diagnosis. Oh my god. Welcome to the mentally ill club. Mentally ill best friends. Um oh my god, now I can't even remember what the fucking question was because <laughs> um, well i had asked you uh you had said that you were going to quote stop giving a fuck mm-hmm. what was something that you did this year that reflected that oh okay yeah so you know we are our generation is millennials so i feel like so much shit like not even necessarily by our parents or whatever but it's just like society mm-hmm. is like pushed on you like oh what are you doing at this point in life you should be doing this you should be mm-hmm. doing that like you know, oh, you, you got to go to work. You got to do this. You got to do that. And it's like, yes, we do. But I feel like collectively and looking back on it now, mm-hmm. um, our generation essentially wears burnout as like a badge of honor. Yes, and it, we, yes, they do. And we should not because it is not only not good for your mental well-being, but your physical well-being, everything involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've kind of just been like, OK, work will still be there. Things will still be there. I go in this day. Like, if I am not there, things are not going to burn to the ground. And if they do, we'll fucking pick up the pieces and deal with it. Like, so I've, you know, been taking the time off and, you know, giving myself that break to be away from work when I'm not there. Just trying to be more intentional in how I do things in life. Like, all right, we're not working today. No, you're getting your shit done at work and you're not taking X, Y, and Z home with you or you're not working on this at home because that's your home time. So like I said, you know, taking off and doing things like, you know, we're we're going to see that comedy show in a couple weeks and I essentially took two weeks off from work and had like a staycation to use the rest of my PTO for this year and going to fan expo and just, um, you know, us playing D and D and just Mm -hmm. watching movies with our friends and having game nights. So it's like just having fun and not feeling guilty for having fun when I could be doing essentially other things or more productive things or blah, blah, blah. So no, just trying to essentially give that part of myself the break it deserves and just be like, yeah, we're doing this. We're doing that. Cool. Not worried about it. Yeah. So, Cause I feel like I know with me, like my, my brain, when I get anxious, my brain will real like, Oh, you could be doing this right now. Or you could be doing that. Or why are you sitting on the couch watching TV? You need to do the dishes or clean this or clean that. Like it's just the hamster wheel starts going. Right. So I, sometimes I literally have to tell myself, I'm like, Amanda, just fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. Like, because X, Y, and Z thing is still going to be there tomorrow or in two hours or whatever, however long I'm, you know giving myself a break to do whatever like i'm not going to be guilty for doing the things i like anymore or investing time and energy and money into things i enjoy 
just because I could quote unquote be doing other things. Right. If that makes sense. I know that was kind of long winded explanation. I think that makes sense. But yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm trying to just continue with the mindset of like, yeah, we're here on this earth for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is still not guaranteed. So let's have fun and do the things that we like to do and invest in the things that we like to enjoy while we're here. Find a balance. Make it work. Yeah. So. Do you feel like that that's like your biggest change uh, in yourself that you've had since your last birthday? Or um, is there something a little bit more significant that you feel like has been like has shifted in you? I feel like with that too i know you know old habits die hard Mm -hmm. like i am very much and i've been working on it like i know in certain capacities i am a people pleaser Mm -hmm. but you forget about yourself sometimes Mm -hmm. and put yourself on the back burner so just essentially i think just working on boundaries whether it's with friends family whatever work um that i've definitely been trying to put myself and what i need a little bit more in the forefront mm-hmm. um like you know i'm i'm gonna use work as an example recently like i thought things over and i mulled things over for months and now i'm working in a different group home like that doesn't mean that i failed that just means that you know that environment wasn't where i needed to be and right. wasn't helping me have balance in my own life because I was so stressed out and exhausted all the time. Yeah. So I think thinking about yourself and sometimes being a little selfish is okay. And I'm still working on that and learning that, you know, putting yourself first is not a bad thing. No, it is not at all that you need to think about what you need and what's going to best work for you and balance your own needs. So I think just kind of a combination of those things, like essentially, like I said, not giving a fuck, trying to focus on myself and my needs and my energy so that if I'm full, I can continue to be myself and give off the best version of me and fill up, you know, the people that I choose to spend time with and care. Right. So now do you think that this is like, hypothetically let's say like the person from like 15 16 years ago so like Mm -hmm. your 16 year old self Mm -hmm. um what do you think um your 16 year old self would look at you and be proud of oh my god so many things like i think back to that time i was like I was so much more introverted. Like I was specifically an introvert, had like four friends, you know, very quiet, very Mm -hmm. inside my own little thing, like just kind of starting to branch out in high school at that point. Like Mm -hmm. just, I think I would be so proud of myself Mm -hmm. the way I am now. Like, am I completely where I want to be? No. But the fact that, you know, I'm doing things I want to do and enjoying them and, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, just trying different things and different hobbies and, um, you know, going places and doing things and meeting different people and connecting with people in positive ways. Like just essentially, I wish I had a me at that point. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that would have definitely benefited my younger self. So just kind of 
I'm, I'm not 100% comfortable, like, in my body, but I definitely have come to grow and love and accept myself mm-hmm. more than I have in probably a really long time. Yeah. So, I think that's important, and I think that that would definitely benefit my younger self, who was insecure as fuck. Mm-hmm. And very just quiet, scared, didn't want to say the wrong thing, didn't want to do the wrong thing, didn't want to rub people the wrong way. Like... Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, here I am doing the fun stuff, doing the things. The podcast is one of them. Great time. Mm -hmm. Different avenues, different hobbies. You know, being independent, talking how I want, dressing how I want. Like, it's just empowering to have a sense of self when I don't think I used to have one. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I hope that you can, like, I hope you can look at this not just, like, even though you you say like am i in the place i want to be no but i hope you can still look at that regardless and see that you have like there is progress and growth Mm -hmm. um in you and i hope that you can take that time to still like be proud of yourself Mm -hmm. um in those moments because it's each each time we decide that like Hey, I'm going to I'm going to change something up about myself, whether it be a physical thing, whether it be well, whether it be an external thing, whether it be an internal thing. You're making a conscious decision to cut something off of your identity mm-hmm. and make something else out of it. Right. And and that's all that is all life is um a bit well a big part of life. Um if you want to grow, you always have to cut off the dead parts of yourself mm-hmm. that no longer are suiting you and no longer are, um, like, supplementing you in a positive way. Right. And so it's always important to be able to look at those things, take inventory of ourselves, take stock of those things, and go, okay, is this, like, is this thing that I do or this thing I'm associated with or this thing... uh that like this thought process that I internalize is this something that is like positively benefiting me is this something that is positively benefiting the people around me and if the answer is no then you've got so much time to look at that Mm -hmm. look deep into yourself um and cut off those dead branches and hopefully like something new will grow out of that I think I think a big um like a big thing um i mean like both of us are plus size women Mm -hmm. and that i know at least for me that's something that i had to like tell myself because i didn't want to accept the fact that i was a fat person Mm -hmm. uh because people stigmatize it so much right that doesn't make it bad it's a it's a state of your body Mm -hmm. and so like i literally remember like being in my car and like i would like drive around and like at one point i had to like stop and i was just like okay like literally repeating in my head and out loud like i am a plus size woman i'm fat Mm -hmm. i am a plus size woman i'm fat that doesn't make it bad Mm -hmm. and like instead of you know 
I know that people like when when we were uh, involved in the church. Yep. Um, I know that was like a huge thing. I remember there being weight loss groups. Uh huh. I remember there being yeah. weight loss, like biblical weight loss groups, where people would like we would read the Bible and do Pilates. Uh yeah. And <laughs> did you ever do that? I did for a little while. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Oh my gosh, lay. Fat girl um, phobia was real. What's that? I said fat girl phobia was real. Yeah, because yeah we won't get into that we will get into that in another episode right. uh but <laughs> but basically like that just ha- trying to change your perception of your physical body alone mm-hmm. takes a lot of work yeah and even if you're not happy with where like it, it's not a bad thing if you're like, I like, I love, like, I'm going to love the body that I'm in, mm-hmm. but does that mean I want it to stay this way? No. Like, mm-hmm. you do not have to, um, you don't have to be, like, content right. with where you're at. There's always healthy ways to be able to, like, improve yourself if you're able to. Mm-hmm. Now, we totally understand um, as like I said, as plus size people, if like you have a condition mm-hmm. that unfo- like we understand if there is a condition that makes your body uh, the way it is, mm-hmm. that's not a bad thing. Right. Um, I know that people like talk about, you know, like there's a whole like body positivity movement. And mm-hmm. I think the. I think a more important conversation is to be comfortable. So I always talk about body comfort. I'm like, am I comfortable in the little meat sack that I'm in right Mm -hmm. now? Um, But by my point of that tangent is it's, it takes a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Um, It takes a lot of self work and like mental effort to change the rhetoric about yourself that Mm -hmm. you have internalized for so long and in some ways has been externalized by the people around you and so i hope like this is not a time for you to sit here and be humble about it Mm -hmm. i hope that you can look at yourself and if you can be proud of like anything that you have done i hope that you can at least look at that and have a little bit of like self-conceitedness and some pride in yourself mm-hmm. because that's not work that anybody else can do for you. Right. That's work that you have to do yourself on your own. Right. Because the thing is I could tell you all these amazing things about you until I'm blue in the face and in the grave. Mm-hmm. But the thing is I can tell it to you, but you got to like, take that in yourself oh right and so i'm really glad that you're like being in a like getting to a place where that is something that you have been working on and are continuing Mm -hmm. to work on right no definitely because i was just like my self-esteem was way in the shitter before Mm -hmm. like i'm looking over at least you know honestly since we've moved in together and became roommates like five years ago. Mm. Like I just think about essentially my growth trajectory since then. Yeah. And it's pretty cool to just see 
the version that you were in the version that I am now. Cause I was like, yeah, my self-esteem was in the shitter. Like I feel decently about myself now mm-hmm. for the most part. Like I am very proud that that has improved. I am very glad that I've become more decisive in certain aspects. Mm-hmm. So no, definitely comfort in yourself is so, so important. Mm-hmm. So important. Growth is always, always a process. And I definitely still believe that. Yeah. For sure. Is there anything that you're ready to let go of? Um, like anything in general or just whatever your heart's telling you. I have let go a lot of like just anger and frustration and, um, you know, just for the brief Cliff Notes version, I had a lot of family stuff happen over, like, honestly, the last five years or so, starting when my grandpa passed away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whenever the matriarch or patriarch passes away, like, everything kind of disintegrates yeah, and crumbles. Like, the first set of holidays were really, really rough. Mm-hmm. Um, And now everybody kind of does their own thing. And it's always difficult to see things that brought you comfort and essentially stability crumble. Um, But I have learned to take those memories for what they are. Um, Still, still cherish them, still hold on to them, but be able to be comfortable in the now and how things have changed. Um, Like, you know, we celebrate, holidays with our immediate family um you know started our own traditions with our families and friends having people over having get-togethers having friends giving you know christmas parties whatever and i think it's important to in that capacity be proud of the friendships and relationships you cultivate Mm -hmm. and have that be a proof that yes people will come and go but the people that matter and the things that matter will continue to stay with you Mm -hmm. through any season of life. Yeah. So I think just finally letting go of like anger and frustration and sadness and the, you know, the things that get your hamster wheel going, Mm -hmm. the things that, you know, you talk about with your friends or family or therapist, um, just having those supports and being able to, um, essentially smile because it happened mm. and look back on those memories fondly but still be able to pick yourself up and move forward and continue to look forward to the new traditions and the things you have established on your own because found family and relationships are just as important as essentially grieving and getting over the ones that you've lost along the way mm-hmm. so just I guess having a greater appreciation for what I have now as opposed to grieving the things that I've lost because it's like things are done people things relationships whatever unfortunately some things come to an end that's just a part of life you know Mm -hmm. people move people stop talking to each other uh you know unfortunately you you deal with you know death as a very real thing Mm -hmm. but you you acknowledge it you accept it 
you have your emotions and you move forward. Mm -hmm. So I think just continuing to acknowledge that things do happen and being able to unpack it and move on from it is Mm -hmm. so important. And I think that, yeah, it's still a process, but letting things go is a lot easier than you think. Yeah. So. Um, so when you think of like the past year, mm-hmm. uh, you know, June 22nd of 2022 to June 21st of 2023, mm-hmm. um, do you have like any specific, um, like memories from this past year that you kind of like that you kind of cherish or kind of, um, go back to a lot um and what makes those things the most memorable of the year oh my gosh um dang you're you're getting me some heavy hitters man i am i you told are. i told you you did you did but you I know just didn't what i keep going i just didn't want to keep going what's your favorite color and what's your favorite uh, snack and what's your favorite sandwich no like like yeah that stuff's fun but it's like we we are intentional bitches here we talk about our feelings yeah um but yeah what do you cherish what do i cherish oh my god um (laughs) no honestly um well obviously we're doing we're doing one of those things right now we're recording the podcast because this was just a a little haha running joke for the longest time yeah for a few years for a few years and we bought the equipment and then we had uh roommate stuff happen and so timing and jobs and all of that so just kind of figuring out how we were actually going to do this and Mm -hmm. get the project off the ground um so i very much enjoy that we can literally just have a conversation in a room for an hour about whatever the fuck we want yeah (laughs) um because obviously yeah when we record it's a little more fine-tuned but it's like we really just want you guys to picture hanging out with us in the living room talking Mm -hmm. about random shit literally (laughs) (laughs) because it's so fun like i said the energy really isn't that different like yeah we're a little more unhinged but i think we're the same level of hinged except in in some instances we play it up a little bit more in uh, in some for entertainment purposes but depends on what we're talking about yeah depends on what we're talking about right right no this is so fun i'm so glad like this is something we get to do and something we get to share together because um yes you you were my friend you were one of my best friends and i appreciate you and love you so much and like this this project just makes me happy yeah so getting to do this hang out with you every week because we're busy and we work a lot and you know life and family and events and friends and whatever like this is always a really fun good time for me so i mm-hmm. look forward to it um and i think just getting to better connect with our friend group mm-hmm. so you know um you have friends i have friends a lot of our friends overlap at this point yeah be it you know if they're siblings or they know each other or you know from our church days or whatever the fuck yeah um but i always really enjoy you know um when we get to do D D too mm-hmm. so nina's our dm nina friend of the podcast hey nina <laughs> But no, that's always super fun, like, and just, you know, not 
taking yourself so seriously and just trying new things in that. And I'm like, we've been doing this for a while now, consistently since you got the new job. Mm-hmm. So that's been awesome. So just, you know, learning and growing and asking questions and not feeling stupid and bouncing ideas and backstories. And like, I love that it's a creative outlet mm-hmm. and it just, it just makes me so happy because we have such a great time. The character dynamics are great. And it's just another really fun, just creative. I know it's not a project, but like that's kind of how my brain sees it as like, oh, what are you going to do for your character? What are they going to do in this scenario? Like, oh, shit, you have five seconds to make a decision. Like, so it's I think it's helping with like my impromptu on the fly stuff because it's like Mm -hmm. I look back. I was like, this is not the same brain that i would code my space layouts with we got some we got some some brain problems now <laughs> i blame it on mental illness but no that's always super fun um and then oh gosh there's just there's just little things like i said it's the small things that i think are important so like you know what? hey i thought of you today so here's your favorite candy or I knew you were having a bad day, so we're going to watch a movie today or some shit. Or just just small things to me are important. Mm-hmm. So I think... Um, I lost my train of thought. That's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, small things are important. And I think what I just really love and appreciate the most is people's energy mm-hmm. and efforts um like last year for you know my 30th birthday and I think of my mindset then I was like holy shit people came to your birthday like and we mm-hmm. had like 30 some people up in this house in the backyard mm-hmm. and it was so much fun and it just makes you realize that when things are important and they're able to work out they're so great and they're wonderful mm-hmm. and like I very much cherish that because it's like everybody has different schedules and time constraints and their own creative projects and different things that they do and work and just having so many people that I cared about in one Mm -hmm. place and you know I had friends come um from out of town and it, it was just an awesome awesome time seeing all of our friends and different family members and people we've you know only met a few times just interact yeah and so it's just it just gives me the warm fuzzies yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah like there are just there are just too many things that come to mind it's like always of course our our get-togethers and you know having people in the same spot and hearing laughter and jokes and making memories like that's what's important for me so like Mm. I consider myself to be like a serial photographer like I will take pictures of everything Mm -hmm. but I think that's so important to document things and have those to to kind of match with with the things that happen because again tomorrow isn't always promised and who knows if it's the last time you're you know going to be able to have something at your house or see this person for a really long time so Mm -hmm. just cherishing and valuing the connections and time of life Mm -hmm. I think is just yeah it's just important yeah and then one last thing Uh uh-huh because I'm sure you're 
you're like this is you had two episodes not back to back that you've been doing a lot of talking and i'm sure you're like i have hey guys i can talk you, well yeah. i mean no you can you can and you do you do it's just this is the um, this episode and then the two episodes previous yes two episodes previous yep. um were like you centric so i'm sure you're like what the fuck like <laughs> no um but what what do you hope to experience for this next year? So from today, mm-hmm. June 22nd, 2023 to June 21st, 2024, okay. what do you hope to experience in this next year? I think to just continue to work on my sense of self and growth and increase my comfortability and continue to, you know, push myself and continue to grow and learn from experiences mm-hmm. and better myself um and just you know sometimes just do the thing keep stop going back and forth in your brain mm-hmm. and just just do it just continue to ooh, this looks fun oh but money oh but this oh but that just do it yeah just make the memories and have fun um and then just obviously continue to try to have a better work-life balance because that is so important to your mental health your physical health which I know I have been neglecting because I you know was stressed the fuck out for god knows how long and just in survival mode and trying to function because sometimes that is the best you can do so just continuing to work on myself and continue to have that balance to the best of my ability and not work myself into the grave because I mean yeah shit's expensive but we still have to live our lives Mm -hmm. and you know we're not just put on this earth to work 65 years and then fucking die Mm -hmm. like so just continuing to have that in the back of my mind not overwork myself not overstress myself to just try and as I always say, um, my mom says this too, and I, I think that's one of the things that sticks with me. Take one day at a time, and then if one day is too big, just take one moment at a time. Mm-hmm. And just try the best that you can. So, yeah. yeah. Well, how do you feel? I feel great. Do you feel some like release? Yeah. In this little honesty hour? Yeah. I love that. Welcome to Honesty Hour with Carly and Amanda. More like <laughs> Welcome to Honesty Hour with Amanda, where Carly prods the question. Like, <laughs> She's like, I want to know. <laughs> no. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing. Absolutely. Um, and again, I mean, by the time this episode airs, uh, your birthday would have already passed which oh man i didn't make a happy birthday post for you on uh the podcast instagram you know what i will do that when we're done recording <laughs> i'm gonna oh be God. like i'm gonna be like late post guys but happy birthday um no but um i know i tell you all the time mm-hmm. and i hope you know how much i appreciate you mm-hmm. um as my friend as my roommate as um my uh my straight friend that doesn't want to kiss me <laughs> my god um, <laughs> my cat's aunt uh the favorite cat my aunt ca- my cat's emergency contact uh my emergency contact in some in some instances um 
no i i just hope you uh i hope you know this year well i mean really like i've had appreciation for you for over a decade at this point um but i hope that as like as you get older and you know especially as our like our friendship and our bond has um grown in the way that it has um I hope you know that I will always have appreciation for you and uh the things you do for me the things you do for other people um because you really are one of the most like giving and compassionate don't make and me cry in here man I'm about to cry on the podcast yeah I've done it I've done it <laughs> Honestly, no, hour, we you, cry it's fine <laughs> you like no you are you're one of like the most uh giving and compassionate and kind-hearted people that i know and i'm really glad that we're in a sp- like we are in a space now that the people in your life are not taking that for granted and taking advantage of it um that the people that you freely give to are fully appreciative of it um, because that's all I want for you. I just want the people to surround you to take care of you like you do for everyone else. So if nothing else, if nothing else this year, um, I hope that um, this year for you, uh, whether it be the people that we have in our like in our immediate circles or your family or even if new people come around i hope that the people that are in your life give you the kindness and care and compassion that you give to everyone else because you deserve that tenfold so happy birthday thanks man you're welcome i'm trying not to cry now (laughs) happy birthday um and speaking of crying rivers yeah Hi, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for the 23rd episode of the Between the Fridges podcast. Um, Amanda, I know you've been talking a lot, but do you have anything else that you'd like to share with the class before I close it out? No. All right. Not really. All right. (laughs) You're like, I'm going to go. My brain is kind of like, yeah, honesty hour made me emotional. So now your girl just wants to cry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You'll be able to. But crying's okay, people. Get it out of your system. It's healthy. You can do that now if you want. Healthy coping skills. You can do that while I do the the closing numbers. So, so yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us for the uh, 23rd episode of the Between the Fridges podcast. Um, Follow us on Instagram if you would like to get some updates and uh, exclusive little clippies and reels from us. Um, And you can also find our link tree on um, the Instagram so that you can find everywhere to stream our podcast. Be sure to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and give us a little like and a comment on um, the YouTube videos if you guys listen through there. I, I'm i really bad at responding to the comments, but I read every single one of them when I check like the analytics and stuff. So please, 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 um, please leave a comment. Please leave a review. And especially if you leave a five-star review, we'll read your review on the podcast. We'll give you a shout out. Liv KJ is still our only <laughs> review on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Join her. Be amongst the few. The few, the brave, the bold, the Marines. Yes. The the, fri- <laughs> the Fridglings. Um, our, be, the our few, the brave, the bold, the Fridglings. The fridgelings. Um, yeah, we'll put fr- you in the crisper drawer. Yeah, be a fridgling. <laughs> be a fridgling. Um, also, 
we got a fan fiction submission. Oh my god, did we? Is it someone we know that sent it in? I mean, a, a listener sent it in. <gasps> Listeners, a listener, a listener sent oh it in. Oh my god, you finally sent us a fan fiction, and I'm, and I'm pretty sure uh, it has been written just for us. Oh god. So I'm kind of scared now. So we can pull that out. We're going to pull that out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but if any of you have um, a little fan fiction that you'd like us to read, whether you write it yourself or you find one on um, AO3 or Wattpad that you're like, I need these bitches to see this. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel free to send it to our email address at between the fridges at gmail.com. Um, Story time with Carly and Amanda. Patent yeah. pending. Yes. Um, yes, we would love to do that. I'm looking forward to doing that in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah. And so with that, thank you guys so much for joining us this week and every week. My name is Carly. I'm Amanda. It is Amanda's birthday today. <laughs> um, well, in case you didn't know, of yeah. all the time she said it already. And <laughs> we will see you on a non-birthday week, which next is next week. Next week. Oh my god. So what yeah. if what if I hired a mascot to come to your party this weekend? Oh my god. Who would you hire? Can we get Grimace? <laughs> oh my god, and he could break dance in the backyard. Oh my god, we would move the table. He would and do he like he could get his little box and Yeah, he'd do like a little pop and lock, and then I'd be standing there going, Oh my god, Grim and Wal Miranda's popping <laughs> in the fuck off doing his little break dance. Oh my god. <laughs> 